Morning and Hello, lovely people. Hi, 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 everybody. Oh, oh lots of people joining. This is good. Is this a good time? I'm wondering for people. It's like pick a random time at the moment for VIP lives, isn't it? Um, which I'm sort of feeling is ironic when I'm about to tell you to create a uh, schedule and stick to it. Oh, I'm not actually. Um, Okay, shall I crack on? I'm just gonna keep an eye on the participants thing as normal and hopefully you can see my other screen. Can you see the, the, the thing, the presentation? You can, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that and it is recording so I can share it later on in the group for people that haven't seen it. So time, let's talk about time. <laughs> I think these, I always think these things are funny because they're really hard to get right on there and they're really hard for me to sort of go, here's some answers for you when actually we're all sort of winging it, right, in terms of time and business planning. But um, here's my thoughts on time. There is only so much time in every day, obviously. We are pulled in a million directions every day at every moment. Running our own business means a million different jobs, right? Possibly feeling permanently frazzled. I'm feeling slightly frazzled. Because we work for ourselves, we find that we have little boundaries perhaps set. Maybe we don't have strict working hours. And because our businesses are run with our phones that are always on us, we're always available, right? Like there's never a time that isn't essentially a working time. Uh, especially if we're working around children, toddlers, babies, whatever, I think that ends, ends up being very easily that we are working all the time and none of the time. Do you know what I mean? Like it's all, it always just, there's always something going on. So is there a better way of doing this that makes the most of the time that we do have that we could consider work time? Maximizing the time we have available to us, being realistic with the time pockets that we have without being absolutely insane about how we use our time. What I'm gonna suggest that this live is gonna be about is taking control of what we have, taking control of the time that is available to us. And we're gonna to start to do that by at least identifying the time that we've got. 
And this is going to look different for each and every one of us. So I'm going to go through my day in a minute on here. And my day looks totally different right now to how it did three years ago or even last year when Anna was in preschool, only three days a week and very short periods of time. And it looks very different to how it was when she was a baby and I was running the same business. But I had a child around me all the time or even harder was when I had three kids, you know, when I was first starting Sling Library, it was three kids all at home, all at the same time. It was ridiculous. So this is going to look different for everybody. And that's where I think it's worth having a look and seeing what time you have available and maybe identifying and um, naming for yourself what your work time is going to look like so for example I think I'm going to say this later on but is your work time without children okay so let's start here it will be super helpful for you to figure out how much working time you have do you have a regular daily schedule you don't have to answer these questions right now we'll we'll just talk them through and then maybe we'll have a little worksheet at the end that you can do do you have a regular daily schedule does it change every day do you have a weekly routine do you have set work days do you have set work activities, for example? I'm assuming a lot of us have a set Sling Library day or Sling Library clinic days or set consultation days or set other work days. So if there are days that you're doing a different job. So see if you can work out how many hours you have for work. And from there, I see it like a budget, um, like money, plan accordingly. Got to take control of the budget, the time budget. So here, let's talk about a day by day using a to do list, using a sort of writing out what you do each day. And this works really well if your days and weeks are pretty unpredictable. So this might be worth doing every single day that you sit down and spend a few minutes figuring out what the situation for the rest of the day is going to be. So this is my day. Uh, and it's pretty much the same at the beginning of every day. It's, it is the same at the beginning of every single day. And again, this is going to look different. I was thinking about this yesterday. Gosh, how different my life looks like right now in terms of my time schedule, because I don't have an, a baby to feed first thing in the morning, right? Those, those days when you have a baby who requires you to feed them as soon as they wake up, your day is not your own at that point. Like, that's it. It's, you know, so I'm, I'm super grateful if I can be completely honest that that <laughs> I don't have that right now because it means I can set my alarm my alarm goes up at six o'clock every day I generally wake up at about half past five or quarter to six every single day naturally that's just how I that's just how I am I love getting up early and I will get up before everybody else and me and Lily go for a walk it's lovely it's very peaceful I have a little routine where we go what we do so yeah five forty-five, six o'clock we wake up and I take Lily for a walk then 6.30, 6.45, depending on how long the walk is, and depending on which child is up by the time I'm back, normally there's at least one up, it's time for either my breakfast on my own, please God, that's amazing, um, and making CJ's lunch, and then as the children get up, 7.15ish, 7, whatever it is, probably more like 6.30, feed the kids, <laughs> only Anna needs help, she doesn't actually need help, but she just demands help. Uh, yesterday morning she had sandwich and crisps for breakfast and my husband walked in and went god what a life she needs yeah all right okay she's the fourth child she gets what she wants um so yeah 7 15 7 30 making the kids lunches 7 45 getting dressed 
uh, find the missing uniform, handle morning fights, you know, the joys, 8.20, school run, 8.55, I'm back from the school run and I will prioritise this time for a run or a workout. 10 o'clock, shower, and then clean my house for consultations, that takes time. And then, so my diary is available from 10.30, I, you can book me for a consultation. And I put consultation slash, slash VIP time, as in those are like the two main kind of things that I will block time out for. And my diary is available from 10.30 until two o'clock. You can book me for a consultation. At two o'clock, my diary, yeah, you can't book. I think actually it closes at 1.30 with a view to consultations finishing at two. So then I have just under an hour to normally I will schedule a social media post at about two o'clock that day. Like I'll schedule, I'll write something and then schedule it for later on that evening. Um, and I'll go shopping because I have to go shopping every day. There's so many of us um, run over to the shop. And then it's school run time. So that is my day. So how much time do I have? That means from between 10.30 in the morning and 2 p.m., those are my consultations, VIP, admin, prep work, et cetera, et cetera. 3.5 hours a day of solid work. It's not a huge amount of time. Okay, so working out your time availability I really think this is worth doing as well and taking control of all of this stuff. And probably you are in control of all of this, but I just think it's worth saying. So what are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you have to put in your diary and your calendar? When can't you be working? When shouldn't you be working? How do you find define your work time? That's what I was saying earlier on. Is it child-free time? Is it childcare dictated? So really just getting to grips with exactly what it is your, your work time is going to look like. And then from there, add in your non-negotiables. So school run, but who isn't answering emails on the school run? I absolutely use the school run to answer emails on the way there. Um, life admin, house admin, shopping, exercise, fun, non-work time, therapies. Um, ask yourself what your priorities for your time are. Where is your nourishment? Okay, we'll talk about that later. So when the other thing that I want to talk about today a lot is going to be boundary setting. So when do you want to be working? When you are setting your work and time boundaries, I think it's important to think about when you don't want to be working or when you can't work. For example, evenings, weekends, school holidays. I used to, when the kids were littler, and my daytimes weren't free I would do all of my admin work in the evening and now I work I now I try really hard to not do any work in the evening partly because now my evenings aren't free because my children don't go to, don't go to bed and sell until so late actually there is no headspace and time to do work in the evening weekends the same because kids and school holiday the same because kids and because my house is not small enough to do consultations with everybody at home so I can't do consultations during school holidays unless it's the summer holidays so those are going to be my non-negotiables in terms of choosing when I work and blocking out my diary accordingly um okay options for structuring your time now I have all the kids in school this has made a big difference to my available time to work um I don't have another job I don't have a shop to run and I don't actually do any library sessions. Therefore, my time is much more flexible. So again, this is looking totally different for me than it will be to someone else who has a different setup. My, my time is really flexible at the moment. What it means is I can set the time. The downside of that is means it can be really hard to stick to and remember all the things that still need to be done. 
So let's think about a couple of options for time structuring and blocking. So it could be day by day, could be weekly or monthly routine and flow. At the moment, mine is very much day by day. I would like for my diary and my schedule to be a much more consistent weekly or monthly routine or flow. For example, I would really like to, and I will talk about this in a second, stick to my Monday admin day, and I don't. Um, so you can't book me for a consultation on a Monday, but I always seem to have a consultation on a Monday or several. So um, yeah, I would like for it to be like that. So I think some of the times when we're thinking about time structuring and diaries and blocking and all of this kind of stuff is maybe thinking about what you would like to have happen. How would you like this to look? And seeing if you can work backwards to get there. So time blocking is something I think probably all of us end up sort of doing naturally. It's like a technique, isn't it? And I think we can get bogged down by the technique of it. But the idea is that you have a set amount of time in your day. You've got a set amount of jobs that you need to do. And you're going to fill in the time based on the jobs that you need to do around the non-negotiables, which are going to be your all the things that we talked about, kids stuff, house stuff, life stuff, and your consultations and sling libraries that are set. Travel time as well. So write your to-do list, fill in the blocks of time for the extra bits. We will talk about this in more detail, like the steps of time blocking. Or your weekly, monthly flow. This is the other option for me that I would love to get to. How can you control your diary to allow for the extra behind the scenes work with a bit more of a weekly, monthly flow? So yeah, this is my sort of dream <laughs> diary. Um, this would be my ideal. So at the moment, mine is meant to be, yeah, like I said, no availability for consultations on Monday because Monday should be an admin day. And that would be really great if I could then spend my day, my Mondays with time blocking, sorting out the admin stuff. Do I do that? No, I don't, which is why I find these lives slightly ironic, but maybe we can all be inspired by the idea of doing it. Um, Tuesday, you can book me for consultations. Wednesday, I have changed my diary. So Wednesday, you can only book me for consultation from 12.30 because I have now allowed for Wednesday to be my long run day. Um, apart from today, because I've hurt my knee. So I did a short run and it still hurts and I'm sad. Um, Thursday, you can book me for consultations, but I normally, I often try and keep this day to as a nourishment day for myself. Now, I am also aware that this sounds super privileged and that I can say, I'm having a day where I'm doing an admin day, or I'm having a nourishment day. But what I mean is, and we will talk about this more later on. I gen I'm really picky about who I see and what I do and who I hang out with. But I have a, um, a really very, very small group of friends and they're so wonderful and so nourishing to be with. I kind of have a little, we end up with a little cycle of who I see. Um, and I and I try and block Thursdays off to do that, which is really nice. And then Friday, I can do consultations. So take control of your diary. Could you batch consultations? So, for example, really for me, it's like three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, that you can book consultations um, or sing library sessions or travel. Um, I know that when we were talking last week, I think Debs was saying about trying to block things by um area so she kind of has her hairdressing and consultations if she does it by like geographical area um yeah could you maybe block off a day each week or each month for admin 
warfare accounts, that kind of thing. So how does time blocking work? This is sort of the basic theory behind time blocking. Um, write a list of all the jobs, prioritize them, possibly batch similar or smaller jobs together. Estimate how long you need for each task. Block off the personal and work tasks in your diary. Set aside break times, revise your plan, and then potentially use a time tracking tool. And there's a couple that I'll mention later on. Um, what to avoid when you're time blocking. Underestimating time needed for each task setting aside too much time for something or overwhelming yourself with too many jobs within that time frame. It's really basic. The, the idea of time blocking is super basic, really. It's just about naming the tasks and filling in the gaps. I think this is really interesting. When are you most productive? <laughs> okay, work like a woman, not like Elon Musk. When I was researching this, um, everyone's talking about like, powerful rich men being held up as super busy and super productive and they can do you know a thousand meetings in one day and they're like amazing I was a bit like I don't want to be like Elon Musk or Gary I love Gary Vee but I mean the way that guy works is ridiculous how he's actually getting any work I don't think he gets any work done I think he has people doing work and he tells the world that he's doing lots of work anyway that's judgy isn't it whatever I think it's worth being super honest, not only with how much time you have and what you want to fill your time with, but also when you're most productive. And I don't just mean morning or evening, because that's a very male thing to do, isn't it? A man has a very daily cycle of energy and hormones. We don't. We're much more monthly. Yeah, right. This is. Um, and also not just about your site, your site, your phase of cycle, but also the whole picture of how your day, your life is working right now. We are not people that just work. OK, my husband goes to work. God love him. And he just works. He switches off from family life. He does not think about us. He does not worry about us. He is not worrying about what to make for dinner and if I've got the stuff for lunches that I need and whether or not the dog's like he doesn't. He's not worrying about any of those things. We're worrying about all of those things. Right. So I think. In terms of your time and how productive you're going to be, you need to take all of this into consideration. Maybe check on it on each day. There's a really good app. Why can't I remember what it's called? Madeline um, showed me this app. Okay, I haven't really used it that much, but it is good. Um, and it's one is for exercise. And the idea is you put in kind of like all your data of how you slept and how you're feeling and what other exercise you've done. And it spits out a score as to um, how ready your body is to do whatever exercise you're going to do next. I think that could be the case for like any work. How, how are you feeling? Did you get any sleep last night? Um, did you get woken up 20 times by your baby? Maybe there's like some other really big stuff going on with your job, your life right now. That means that writing social media posts for social for sling library is not going to happen. I think that's okay. Um, so yeah, I think embrace the ebb and flow of energy that you have. Embrace your ability to multitask. Embrace the ability to hold all the things in the air at once. That makes you better than Elon Musk. We can, we knock the mental load, right? We say the mental load is no good. We shouldn't have such a mental load. This is awful, all of this kind of stuff. And yet at the same time, I really feel like that makes you amazing. But the fact that you can hold all of these things in your mind at once. So yeah, go with it. Okay, so if you're making your list for your time blocking and then you're figuring out the priority of things that need to be done or when, yeah, when you're going to block whatever jobs in, how do you prioritize? This is personal for each of us. For me, this is my priority list. Obviously, should I say, first of all, obviously family comes first. 
I didn't say that but what I mean is oh I get rid of all my kids in the morning that's obviously the priority um and then I prioritize running because I just do it takes up time and I want to be able to get that in in my day partly because there's I'm one of those people that needs to do it first thing I can't do it. I couldn't leave it until the end of the day um to do to do that it just wouldn't work for me so it needs to be prioritized then I will prioritize consultations and VIP so obviously my diary is available to be for people to book in um and then I prioritize all the other tasks I need to do by deadline is that the right way of prioritizing I don't know I like a deadline so I'm going to be totally honest I was finishing this live this zoom the slides until 10 minutes before this thing because that's how I work I work to a deadline and I think that's okay I think there's far too much like negative talk about leaving things to the last minute oh do you know what if that works for you then freaking do it I'm in one of those moods where I'm like however you work is perfect <laughs> don't let anyone tell you otherwise okay motivation we talked about this a little bit last week I think my opinion is are there any children around can I swear uh, motivation is bs it's not bs it is bs it is something that we can't rely on to do the work right it it just isn't because we're not always going to feel motivated because of the all the other stuff going on or just because we can't be asked in my opinion consistency is more important than motivation if we have a consistent routine or rhythm then we can still be productive so this is where having that daily schedule or having that weekly flow could really work to building consistency show up and do the things that you want to do that's your motivation show up and schedule the things that you have to do is your consistency you've got to do some of the things how can you build it into your schedule to ensure that you do the things for example my year end is the end of may i am going to schedule three days of you cannot book me for a consultation and i will get my year end done at the beginning of june no transactions will take place i will sit and i will do that like that that is something I don't want to do. I am not motivated to do it, but the consistency needs to be like, let's just do it. Um, <laughs> I said, oh, oh, fuck it. Fuck the patriarchy. Do what works for you each day. Lead into your energy. <laughs> That's not helpful, is it? Oh, I'm in a funny mood. Okay, let's talk about rest. Is working more? All the hours we sent the right answer? Probably not all the time are you building in days of rest and i know that i said about my kind of nourishing days or my admin days or building in time for run running and it does sound super privileged but i also think it is super 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 important um when we are running our own businesses we need to be inspiring people to book in or inspiring people to spread the word about us or at least having enough energy in the tank to actually do our jobs properly we can't we can't do this all the time on a completely empty tank you will have burnout you will lose the plot you will hate your job or you will break down i don't know like there you can't do it all all the time at 100% so rest nourish yourself be creative build that into your daily schedule build that into your weekly schedule i don't know what that looks like and again that's going to look different based on the stage of life you are at. So depending on probably how many children you have at home and how old they are. Um, something, I, I know I've said this before, but when I did my rebrand with the, the lady who did my rebranding, really the most useful thing she said to me was, 
post less stuff, you know, write less stuff, do less work and spend more time going out for a walk or more time reading a book or more time being inspired by something else. Because then all of the rest of the stuff that you need to do is going to come because your your tank is full, your cup is full. Right. I know that it's such a cliche, but you can't pour from an empty cup, that kind of thing. So when you're thinking about the non-negotiables, could that be in there? For me, running is a non-negotiable. I will run. I will do the exercise that I want to do. That is really, really important for me. Okay. When you've set your schedule beautifully, you've done your planning, you've figured out how many hours you've got, you've created your beautiful time blocking with your to-do list, and then one of your children is sick. Oh, this is a big, this is a big trigger for me. I've really, really struggled with this. And maybe not everyone else is going to struggle with it quite in the way that I do. But I really, really find it very hard to cope if something goes wrong. I don't know if part of it is because four kids, different needs, lots of stuff going on with the business that my life is very much, if we can just keep everything sort of, you know, in balance, nothing goes too horribly wrong. If anything sort of changes, this is a problem. Um, well, a delightful friend said to me, uncertainty as a child made you feel unsafe. And now any uncertainty now makes you feel unsafe again. So I think that's probably true for me. I can't handle it when things go, the routine gets out of whack. So what could you do when things go tits up? Do you have a contingency plan? This is another one of those taking control of the time and of how things work. What's your contingency plan for when things go tits up? I have definitely seen um, people post in bbb going oh my god i've got to cancel my single sessions and i don't know what to do what do i do have a contingency plan don't be trying to think at half nine in the morning what the heck do i do now have your draft email written have your draft social media post ready to go so that if something goes wrong bang send it out it's done you've got you know you can create your list from my turn of all the slings that are due back today quick group email sorted you know have that contingency plan in place so that you know exactly what to do when things go wrong and um, maybe be kind to yourself in that moment okay i think this is useful too how can you create more time with what you've got so within our work hours or outside of them how can we find extra time to work or have fun or other stuff whilst running a business and staying sane these are my seven ideas <laughs> get off your phone Get off your phone. Stop doom scrolling. <laughs> Who doom scrolls? I'm always scrolling on my phone. Bring in Facebook, adding these reels in as well. I don't need another thing to just be doom scrolling. Um, what would Zoe say? Zoe would say doom scroll mindfully. So if you want to spend half an hour doom scrolling, that's fine. But don't. But do it mindfully. That that's what you're choosing to do. So it's not wasted time. It's you've chosen to do it. But get off your phone. We'll create so much more time, won't it? Uh, automate stuff. What are you maximizing? Things like Lend Engine and My Turn. Do you have all of your higher emails and your reminder emails and your whatever else emails set to automate? Really maximize automation as much as you possibly can. Yeah. It's just going to make your life so much easier. Outsource stuff, uh, which follows on to the next point, which is get rid of aspects of your business or life that drain you of time and energy to allow for more of what you want to do. So I know I've talked about this before, but Cloth Nappy Library was in my library uh, a few years ago and it was such a drain and 
a huge amount of stress, I got rid of it. Massive improvement on my life. Um, meal planning, <laughs> accounting, shopping, social media. Like, have a think about your life and think about what are the things that you really hate doing in your life or house admin or business. What are the things that take a huge amount of your time and a huge amount of your energy? And could you do them in a different way to allow for more time and energy for you? Um, maybe in times of high intensity, so if you've got a huge thing that you need to complete, you are going to need to allow for more flexibility in your working hours, for example, working evenings. So at the moment, I am desperately trying to find time to finish off these affirmation cards that I've created. And at the moment, I'm really struggling to find any time other than the evening to work on them. And that's okay, because I really enjoy doing them. Um, ask for help from your family. Maybe this is a tricky one, isn't it? What are the family or house admin things that are taking up a huge amount of your time that could be shared? I'm not very good at this. The only thing that I can think of that I did actually manage to do was when we got Lily, was say to my husband, you have to walk her in the evening. I can't do the morning walk and the evening walk. I need you to do that because I'm doing all the jobs at home. My husband does nothing. I mean, literally nothing at home. He is so spoiled and that's okay. I'm aware I do that, but he literally does nothing. He, in fact, he doesn't actually know how to put our washing machine on. We've lived here for almost eight years. He doesn't know how to put the washing machine on. And when he, and I ask him to turn the oven on, he checks every single time. Is it one to the right or two to the right? I mean, my five-year-old knows how to put my oven on. She, she could, that's awful, isn't it? There's, we need to address this problem. Whatever. Um, yeah, what are the things that you could share that could create some more time for you? Um, and point number seven, chill the fuck out on social media. What I mean by that is post less. So social media is a good example of something that you could say is taking up a huge amount of your time because you're posting too much or you're doing too much. So it's not just going to be social media, but what are the things that you are doing in your business that you're doing too much of that actually you could rein it in a little bit? Um, social media, yeah, is a good example. Maybe post four times a week instead of seven. Um, yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, apps that might help. I, do, I have to be honest, I don't use a time tracking app. I know there was a conversation in the group a little while ago about time tracking apps. I don't use one, um, mostly because I find, have, when I've had them before, I've sort of found it a bit more of a faff and actually realizing that I don't work in chunks or certainly when I tried to use them before, when you've got kids around, it's really hard to like work in a chunk without being disturbed or without needing to do something else. Um, that being said, I rely heavily on my Google Calendar. So it is on the front screen of my phone with, you know, people who are booked in that day. I'm really, really strict about making sure that everything goes in that calendar that I've got to do. And it's linked to my booking system. So as soon as I get a booking, it's also link, it's linked to the ten, my booking system on the website and also the Facebook booking system. So anytime I get a booking, it goes straight into that diary. Um, and I also would say go once a week through you know the school newsletter or whatever and chuck things in that you know that you've got to block off time for um if you want to do time tracking when I was doing a bit of research for this toggle was coming up as a free app that tracks your time and it allows you to do it in two different ways so one is just kind of record the amount of time you're working on something and then categorize it the other option is to do a pomodoro which is the to Pomodoro technique of time tracking which is meant to be like tomato based and it's 20 I don't really understand it but 25 minute tasks so blocks of 25 minutes for a job 
um, and it, allow, it allows you to kind of do a Pomodoro and then you set the timer for 25 minutes. The idea is that you then do a task for 25 minutes and then stop. Um, these, I would say, are going to be really useful if you need to track, track a task that you are charging by the hour for. So if you've been asked to do some writing or you're charging for your time whilst you're preparing for a presentation, something like that, then yeah, get one of these apps and, and time track. Um, I think the other thing that would be really useful in terms of apps and time tracking would be to look at your, like your screen usage of your phone, just see what you're doing, see what you're using, and maybe go from there, evaluate. Okay, we are coming to the end. I know I've waffled for a lot. Boundaries and taking control. For me, sort of in conclusion of all of this stuff, time management isn't about time blocking and it isn't about apps because those things are going to be specific to you and the technique that you want to use. But it's about taking control of what you can and setting some boundaries for work and then perhaps being a bit chill about the rest. How can you be realistic with what your life looks like right now? You know, when I had Anna at home or when there was more than one child at home, I had to be realistic about the fact that actually I didn't have then a full working day. And so my ability to do whatever it was I wanted to do was just going to be impacted. I think that's really important to just be realistic with what your life looks like right now. Be honest with ways that you're wasting time. The doom scroll for me. Um, sitting on my bed after a shower and not getting dressed quickly enough. That's a bad waste of time. Um, you know, the times we, I just zone out, I do waste probably like an hour of every day. But that's OK. Sometimes it's OK to waste time. Uh, be truthful about the bits of your life that you don't want to be taking up more of your time. I think that's really important too. Maximise the time spent doing the things that you love. Yes. And then finally, because I like to get it in here, prioritising your why. So when you're prioritising the jobs that you need to do, are they going to be based on your why? And what I mean by that is if you need to make a certain amount of money for example each month then you are going to prioritize making that money each month I need to make a set amount of money each month which means I need to have have many consultations which means I need to have how many hours spent doing social media so that I can generate those consultations does that make sense so figure out what it is that you want what does your what's the end goal of your time spent doing business and and work backwards from there Oh, I really liked this. I saw this on a story, actually. Um, Live360, the lady who runs Live360, Tamu, her automated email. I love this. Thank you for your email. It's warmly received. I generally respond to emails within 48 hours. If your email requires immediate attention, please resend it, marking it as requiring immediate attention. I do not check my emails at the weekend, on bank holidays, or after 6 p.m. UK time. If you are someone I have the pleasure of working with currently, I will respond to you when I check my emails at 11.30 and 3 p.m. UK time, Monday to Friday, apart from bank holidays. With kindness and care for your nervous system, Tamu. Oh, I love that. Isn't that nice? What a nice way of setting your boundaries and deciding what they are and sticking to them in terms of your time. I love that. I don't have an automated email, but that is perfect. Okay. I've come to the end. Are there any questions? <laughs> any observations, any questions? Um, if there's not, that's fine. Everyone's very quiet. Yeah, so I will put into VIP a little, I'll do a little um, 
what's the word I'm thinking of like just daily schedule thing and then I just invite everyone to maybe think through their daily schedule and see where they're spending their time see how many hours of work they've got available and then how you want to fill it and be mindful about that okay thanks everyone next week in VIP I think is is it nourish nourish and nourish and nurture next week I think um yeah thanks for coming I do appreciate it and I hope you have a good rest of your day whatever it is you're doing Take care, everybody.